0: Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know, like, share, and subscribe.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. Chris Kakoris, Dr. Preston Gregory here. And today, we're literally just gonna have a conversation. We want you to be in the room when me and Preston are just talking. That's part of the podcast, too. But I think we just had a mini episode right before this actually started. Mm -hmm. So I think it's interesting because we are always telling you guys to invest into yourself. Life's a struggle. You know, focusing on trying to improve your life and be better. And you're probably wondering, like, what are you guys doing? What kind of struggles do you guys do? Because it always sounds like you're so happy and positive. Uh And I can tell you right now, I was telling him right before the show I was like I have been in my own head I've been super like anxious you know stressed out the last couple of days and I got it in my own head it's just one of those things um you know it happens and and I know it happens because it's happened so many times in my life already mm-hmm. so it's like how do you handle that how do you how do you go about reeling yourself back in from this like moping party that you created in your own mind, say, no, 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 no. Like, let's refocus. Let's refocus our our mind. Let's rewire it. Where are we going to improve? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, do you want to just sit in the pity party you just created? Or are we going to get better? You know, and so I'll just roll into this one with what I was talking about. I know Preston's like, just be raw, bro. Like, just, just say go with it, say what you want to say.
0: <laughs> and that's this podcast is going to be about our experience over the last week. You know, yeah. we were discussing like, hey, bro, what's going to be the topic this week? And I'm like, there's no topic. Like the, the many conversations we've been having is we want to share with people that life is shitty sometimes. Yeah, Doesn't mean that we're bankrupt. Doesn't mean that someone passed away. Doesn't mean that someone has a terminal illness. But just life gets hard. It throws us some curveballs. We get smacked in the mouth. And when we have so much momentum going, sometimes it's like, damn, what happened? The wind yeah. got sucked, of our, sucked out of our sails. Yeah, but that's life, though. We're going to share with you what did we do about it, what's the conversations we had, how are we solution driven? Just to let you guys know, we're humans too. Yeah, Chris and I have <laughs> bad days. You know, we have stress. Life this is, is hard for us too, as well. <laughs> yeah. This is one hundred percent true. Um, more times
1: than I'd like, and I'm sure more times than you guys like. You know, because mm-hmm. you you're going on this like this journey, and everything's going perfect, and then what happens? Curveball. Mm-hmm. You know, life smacks you in the face, whether it's like you know, an emotional thing, financial relationship. It's like, what, what now? What do I do? So, you know, I feel like a lot of, a lot of things in my life, I've been running through mud, straight up, just running through mud ever since, even back, like, obviously, like, I wasn't the most studious person back in high school. And I feel like, you know, without blaming anybody, because it was my fault. My teachers gave up on me. They just let me sleep in class. I'm just being honest with you guys. So, <laughs> but then, you know, fast forward a little bit when I got into my bodybuilding career, I was trying to hire coaches. You guys don't, like a lot of people don't know, I went through some high level coaches that were horrible. They dropped me, left me hanging, didn't communicate. I had to jump from one coach to the next coach until so I found someone that actually cared about me and cared about like my vision and my goals. But again, could I, I could have just sat there and be like, Oh man, everybody has a coach. This is, doesn't work. That coach wasn't good. Does that mean everybody is not good? No, but sometimes you have to kind of shuffle through mm-hmm. the shitty ones to find the good one, you know? And then now, so in the current spot right now with with my business, I had a really really like stressful time with myself because I I've always invested into myself. Right. And it has worked so well, (laughs) you know, for them, for the most part, it's a lot of work. Right. But here recently I invested into a team where they were going to start running ads for me. Right. And I could have done it myself. Right. Learned, taught myself how to do it. But I was like, no, like, let me let's see if I can put this on the fast track. Let me get somebody that's experienced and can get me to where I want to be. And that already, it like, started the ignition from my anxiety because I was like, I just gave a piece of my destiny to somebody else. They are taking control of the wheel now, right? Where up until this point, it's been me. I'm in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. you know? I'm driving full speed ahead. And now, because I want to go faster, I want to, like, try to designate something to somebody else that, you know... I, I thought it might work. There was a risk. I knew that. Um, And unfortunately, in this position where I'm in now, I lost. I lost a lot. I lost 20 grand in three months. It's a lot of money, Mm -hmm. you know? And I could be here just sitting and be like, you know, pissed off at them, upset at my life, and just let that trickle down my business where I feel just self-defeated. And I did feel like that. I felt like that for like a day or two, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really want to talk to anybody. My, I was just tired, exhausted from thinking about it all the time. And um, yesterday I, I pulled myself back out of, you know, these thoughts that I was creating for myself and these limiting beliefs to where I was like, Chris, like, slow down. Like, let's, let's look big picture here. Even on a bad day, you're doing good. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my business does, you know, fairly well. I'm not struggling to put food on the table. I have a house to live in. You know, my, my family's taken care of. You know, my health is good. What am I complaining about? You know what I mean? So I had to reel myself back into reality and say, okay, let's, let's reevaluate this. It didn't work. It sucks. Now what? So what did I do yesterday? I bought an ads course. <laughs> I lost 20 grand and then I went and spent more money mm-hmm. because I was like, no, forget this. I do not want to put my destiny in someone else's hands again. I'm taking control of my life. I'm going to teach myself the skills that I need to get me to where I want to be. And the minute I paid for that thing, it's like everything started turning differently. I started looking at life differently again. I started looking at my business differently. And I was like, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Everything that I'm like learning already is like, this makes sense. Like, this is, this is how this works, you know?
0: But are you, are you always trying to give your destiny to somebody else? Or waiting on someone or something to save you. Exactly. But the second you got back in the driver's seat, what emotion did you feel? You felt empowered. Yeah. You felt focused. You felt like you had control. Yeah. Imagine your life being
1: a supercar, right? Like, you are the Lambo, the Ferrari. You know, you are this, like, monster of a track car designed to take turns, Go 100 miles per hour plus, right? But if I told you that you had to drive around with e-brake half up, would you be like driving that car still the same? No, it'd probably drive like shit, right? Damn e-brake's halfway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's people putting their beliefs on you. Mm. The minute you drop that e-brake and eliminate that limiting belief that people are putting on you, that mental e-brake, what happens? Now you zoom in. Now you're going to get to holding death. you back. Nothing. Your life is... You, you are
0: designed to move. I'm, I like getting, I'm getting cold That was talking a good one. <laughs> you know, like, I like it. You know, and th- that was Chris's struggle. And the whole thing is we all have different struggles where we're at in life. And this is where Chris and I are at. Chris has a really high standard. And so was, so do I. Chris is perfectly fine right now. But it's the standard that you have of you want to constantly grow. But you knew to get to the next level of growth personally, financially, whatever it may be there was going to be some resistance. And what did you meet this past week? Resistance. And anytime we meet resistance, it's not fun. I can't stand it. You can't stand it. It sucks. I love it when life is smooth sailing and there's momentum flowing. Right now, the resistance I'm facing is I'm so stuck in my head right now, like Chris was, and it's shitty. But I know to get to the next level, this is what I have to do. I'm I bought all new lights for the office to make the lighting better because I'm trying to produce more content. I bought a professional camera. I actually hired someone from Greece to edit all my videos. He's a professional content creator. Every video that I've ever produced on social media, I'm just winging it. I'm just rolling with it, just speaking (laughs) from the heart. Well, once you hire someone professionally, they start to critique you a little bit. And I love feedback. I want to grow. But now I'm in my head. Now I'm not just speaking off the dome. now I'm trying to implement and I'm thinking and my posture and my shoulders and how I'm pausing and what I'm saying, I'm in my head, and sometimes I'm like, "Why the freak am I even doing this?" What's, what's the point? This shit's just too much. Those are those micro moments of resistance and that limiting belief, that self-doubt that we all experience. To just kind of like, well, what's the purpose of investing all this money, making all this content? blah, blah blah. Blah, blah, blah. Because you get stuck in ruts. We're like, dude, yeah. just F it. Just throw the hands up. But then there's the micro moments where you step back and you're like, pump the freaking brakes. Hold on. This ain't me. This ain't me at all. Yeah. Like you said, that's the e-brake. Yeah. That's the e-brake <laughs> that we're putting on our own life and, and you know our potential. But then when I think about it, look, I'm not in this game to go viral. But I'm like, if other people can start a podcast, can go viral and create a massive following, then why the hell can't I? It's consistency. And if I want to make an impact and use my voice to impact the world for the better, to be for, in a positive manner, then these are things I have to do. Because I can't, like you said, I can't just expect to hire someone or post one or two videos a week and make the impact that I want. Yeah. But if I have to go through this resistance to restructure my whole office, the content I'm making, my lighting, how I'm producing content, all these things to make a better impact, then it's well worth it. People, people quit
1: too easy so with easy. anything. You know, I just had this conversation too the other day. We're like, getting in shape is not complicated. No. Starting a business is not complicated, right? The minute you accept that it's going to be hard work is when you've eliminated all the excuses, right? Is, is when you eliminate the quitting factor. I know this is going to be a lot of work. I know this is going to be tough. I know I'm going to face you know, conflicts in whatever I'm trying to accomplish, accept it because it's going to happen. You know, you have to prepare for things to pop up. You know, you have to be anticipating that things are not going to go good all the time. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it makes yourself be in a better spot to handle it because you're, you've already kind of like low-key prepared for the battle that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, outside of it, side you know side swiping you and knocking you on the floor.
0: You know it's coming. And the reason why we preach this, David Goggins said something. So David Goggins, he went through, like, he uh, was a Navy SEAL, did all these crazy marathons. I mean, he's like supposedly the toughest dude in the world. He's pretty crazy. And this is what he said. He said, I train so motherfreaking hard, and I push myself daily, and I strengthen my mind daily, because one day I'm going to get a phone call at 2 o'clock in the morning that my mother's dead. And he's like, I refuse to allow that conversation, that event to destroy me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm forging the fortitude and strength now because I know the shit's coming. That's why we push this on you guys so much that when life is good or when life is bad, you need to be developing yourself personally because resistance is coming. And if you don't have the tools when things are going right, then when things are going wrong, you're going to crumble. Yeah thing. I
1: mean, your your mind is a muscle, too. That's it. You know? If you're not using it, you're losing it. 100%. You know? And this is, uh, I was thinking this the other day, is you would never want your kids to have an average life. Right? We don't want you to have, like, an average education, an average job, an average living, average income, average, you know, spouse. You know what I mean? We always want more for our kids. So why are you Preaching them average, push them to be better, Mm -hmm. you know, and now in my opinion, my opinion, because my parents, you know, when I go talk to my parents, they're, they're thrilled. They're happy that I'm doing what I love, that I can, you know, support my family, you know, that I'm, I'm, you know, doing my passion project as a career for that matter, you know? And they're like, you know, I can't believe my son's doing better than me, you know, in a good way, in a good way. Right. But there's no reason that your kids shouldn't do better than you. And the reason I say that is because look at how much opportunity we have now. You know, back, you know, when my parents parents are, you know, 60, you know, plus, they didn't have YouTube. They didn't have, you know, basically a smartphone in their pocket that could ask, you could ask anything at that point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They didn't have all these coaches, all these mentors. None of that was available. You know what I mean? So now you don't know something, get on the phone, figure it out. Do, do your research. You know what I mean? There's so many ways to make money now. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I'm not here saying that everybody needs to be a millionaire, right? Because, I mean, that's takes a whole nother level of discipline. I mean, there's levels to the game, right? Mm-hmm. But you can make a decent living on a side hustle at this point. Your guy in Greece, video editing. Like, dude, that's a that's a crazy side hustle right now because everybody is on social media trying to put out content. And if you're like me... I've edited videos in the past myself. It's time consuming, you know, but once you get to a point where you can say, okay, and I like to use this too, is like, how much, how much do you make a year? Break it down into, if you want to do 40 hours a week or whatever, what's your hourly worth? If you can pay somebody less to get a job done, you need to pay somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. So you can focus on moving the needle forward. I'm not going to go out here and cut my grass. I'm not going to go out here and edit my videos anymore. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of my time mm-hmm. when I need to be focusing on making the
0: moves that I need to. Well, the time is valuable to you. Mm-hmm. But another thing is, what do you consider hard? I believe that the world we live in right now is so soft. And if you have any grit, any discipline, if you're relentless or if you have a vision, you're going to dominate in this game. Mm-hmm. Think about 50 60, 50, 60 years ago, like your parents, You know, people that were growing up in that era, what were they doing? They were bailing hay. Yeah. My grandpa said he used to work in the, the farm uh, like picking up and loading peaches on a truck for 12 hours. Yeah. To me, that's pretty damn hard. Mm-hmm. Most people now wake up. They're on TikTok. They go to Rack Room Shoes and sit there. They work at Chick. Like, What do you consider hard? Because I'm sure if you think back of the Great Depression, wars, going without food, being homeless. Yeah. Third world countries. What do you classify as hard? I think that goes back to perspective. Because the shit that we're going through right now is not hard. Yeah. And think about this. Internalize this right now. There are hard moments and stressful moments. We just experienced it. You know, the resistance that we experienced in our mind with you, with your business, with me, with content. Do you have a home? I do. Yeah, you do too, Chris. Is there running water? Yeah. Do you have a shower to bathe yourself daily? Yeah. yeah. Do you have a refrigerator with food in it? Yeah. Do you have power? Do you have a bed? Do you have clothes? Nice clothes? Do you have a vehicle that runs? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what, what's there to bitch and complain about? Yeah. Nothing in the grand scheme of things, because everything I just rattled off seems like, well, that's not a big deal. There's people in other parts of the world that, would, that are praying for what you have. Yeah, there's so much opportunity. And, I, you know, I,
1: I talk to people every single day. And a lot of it, people are like financially sometimes struggling, you know, in whatever position they're in. Maybe they haven't always been there. Maybe they have, you know, but for me, and this is my personal belief, because I know how I am, take control of your life. If you got a job that you're living paycheck to paycheck or less, get a second job, mm-hmm. get a third job. I can promise you, I mean, the, the crazy thing with like businesses, like you can really build it up, but you can also, I mean, you could lose it all. There's always a risk, right? Mm-hmm. There's always a risk. Things can happen. COVID can happen. What, Whatever, right? You make a bad bad decision. But if I ever got into that position, do, what do you, you think I'm just going to cry about like, oh, I don't have any money. I can barely pay my bill. No, hell no. You're going to see me at working three shifts. I'll sleep minimum because I know that's going to be temporary mm-hmm. for me to get back on my feet and figure things out. Right. But if you're just over here just like, oh, I don't make any money. I, I'm sorry. Like I don't feel bad for you at all. Yeah. Because there's no excuse. Nope. And I hate to I hate to say that and be like so upfront and honest about that because like I know what it's like to work multiple jobs on top of go to school full time. So I already can correlate with the lack of sleep, you know, the lack of like income that was coming in. But all that struggle led me to
0: where I am today. I think people don't understand that T word you just said, temporary. Hmm. People think that whatever they're going through or a temporary season of working two jobs, working 70 hours a week, it's going to last forever. Taking an ice bath. You know, I just took an ice bath this weekend. And for me, I'm like, it is what it is. But I was with two other individuals and they just couldn't take it. They were psyching themselves out. They were dipping their toes in. They were sitting. They were shaking. They were breathing. It was just... The cold water was conquering them. Yeah. And I'm used to it. I just sat in. I dunked my head. I sat there for 10 minutes. I got out. They're like, how do you do it? It's temporary. Yeah. It's 600 seconds. You can't handle cold water for 600 seconds. You can't handle three months of maybe financial resistance. You can. Yeah. Your mind is so much stronger than you think. The human will is the most powerful thing on this planet.
1: I think a lot of people are also, they think they're too good to do something. Right? You'll never catch me working at McDonald's. You know, you'll never catch me cooking in the kitchen or picking up trash or whatever. Listen, if that's going to get me out of the position I'm in, I'm going to pick up that trash. that ego, man. You know, matter of fact, I, I would preferably work in a restaurant because guess what? There's going to be leftover food at the end of the day. True. And I ain't
0: got to pay for food then. Yeah. You know? It goes back to perspective. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote for you every painful emotion that we experience is self-created by our resistance to our own reality. Mm -hmm. Most people don't accept their reality. You have to accept your reality exactly how it is. We always point the finger on blame and responsibility. If you get in a car wreck, there's someone to blame. Someone's at fault. So often, you know, let's just say you were neglected as a child. You might could blame your parents for neglecting you, for abusing you, but at some point you have to take responsibility. There's always someone to blame, but I think re- responsibility comes is when you're focused on the future. Responsibility is who is committed to the current reality and the future reality. Anyone can be at fault. We can blame a lot of people for why we're at in our life. There's always a for- finger to point. Some people are at fault. But responsibility, that's when you have to take full rea- responsibility and ownership for your reality in your life. At some point, if, if you're not happy with your finances, get your shit in the gear and change it. Are you blaming someone or taking responsibility? Are you going to change your current reality? And the emotions that I feel like that we experience are in direct proportion with resistance and the conversation we're having in our mind. I started to feel the most agitation when I was procrastinating, when I wasn't making videos, when I knew I should be doing something I wasn't. But the reality that you're living You can change. You can change that. But you first have to take massive ownership, take responsibility. And like you said, that awareness. You have to sit back and be like, okay, pump the brakes. Maybe my mother, my father, my environment where I was raised, that's impacted who I am and maybe where you are in life. But if you just keep saying the same story, shit's not going to change. And that's what drives me crazy is I have conversations with my own family, and it's the same narrative. Hey, man, can I borrow some money? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's the same. They're borrowing money. They're mad about the same thing. They're bickering and complaining about things. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. What are you going to do? I
1: think a lot of people get the information overload. You know, they're trying to figure things out. Maybe, maybe you are, maybe not. But even still, there's so many people that are looking and searching for the perfect thing that's going to fix all their problems when really it's like, just take action just move you know, just move so you know i, I used use this analogy the other day it's imagine that you have to get somewhere right it's pitch black you hop in your car you turn your car on what what do you do you turn on the lights right but you can only see so far in front of you you don't you can't see the destination right cuz maybe it's a couple states down right but because you can't see what the end goal is does that mean that you just keep it in park and you just sit there no you start moving mm-hmm. and you take the road as it comes. Maybe you hit a roadblock. Guess what? You turn, you go around, you know, maybe you have to backtrack a little bit. You don't just hit a dead end road and just say, oh man, that's it. Turn the car off. We are just going to sit here. No, you're going to back up, find a different path to take, but stop waiting for it to just be like the perfect day. Like it's going to be sunny. It's going to be never going to rain. Even still, like the more you pursue the goal, the more you're going to pick up that momentum because now you're confident. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, now we're we're making moves. We're going forward, right? Stop waiting for the perfect situation because it'll never be perfect because you don't even know what perfect is. It's just making, making moves forward to build that internal confidence to be able to handle other things that come up.
0: You know, if you hit another roadblock, oh, man. I did this before. Just pivot. Yeah. Keep rolling. Easy. But there's going to be, and the moral of this is there's going to be resistance. Life is going to be challenging. Life is going to throw curveballs. From this very moment that you're listening to this podcast to the day you die, I promise you, you may have six months of sunshine and life is going great, but you're always going to face resistance. Those moments don't define you. Those moments don't mean that you're going to fail. Those moments don't mean that you're not meant to run a business or lose 50 pounds. It doesn't mean any of that. Those moments make you stronger because if you're on the highway, if you're just cruising and it's sunshine, you're not really thinking about anything. You're not valuing that. But I promise you, if you're driving in a hailstorm, it's piss pouring rain, if you got a flat tire, you're going to be like, huh. Focused. Yeah. It's going to change <laughs> your perspective. Yeah. It's going to change your viewpoint. But the more, the the whole thing is is, I don't know. I just. I'm super passionate, I'm super motivated, but even I have shitty days Yeah. to where I'm like, what the freak am I doing? To where I'm not motivated, my life is monotonous, your life is monotonous, and as passionate as I am, it's the same shit for me every day. I make content, I go to the gym, I read, I study, I'm in the office, we have podcasts. That's so exciting, but when you do it day in and day out, sometimes you're just like, man, I just need a day just to lay in bed. (laughs) But you know you're like, I can't. Yeah. But then sometimes the moments where you're forcing yourself to be in an energetic state when you're not there makes it even harder. Because when you expect to be positive and you're not, it makes it even – you beat yourself up even more. Especially mm-hmm. for me because I'm like, I should be positive. I should be energetic. I should be laughing. Life should be awesome. When I don't feel that way, I'm almost like, what the freak's wrong with you, Preston?
1: Yeah. Like, it's not your normal anymore. Yeah. But some people it is. Yeah. So just, you know, I think that's the thing with social media now too is just they they everybody's putting highlight reels you know, highlight reels of their life, and people think that's what their life should be like. But it's just like I was telling you about, you know, my buddy, right? He's in our coaching group. He messaged me the other day, and, and we were talking, and he was like, Chris, he goes, I don't think I'm going to sign up for the group anymore. I'm like, I mean, that's your choice. Why? He goes, I'm I'm happy. He's like, I make about 15 grand every single month. I can go to the lake. I'm not glued to my phone. I can spend time with my fiance." I'm like, bro, you won. Mm -hmm. You won. A million dollars, a billion dollars, that don't mean you won at life. But if you can be happy and content, you're happy with your income, you're happy that you're able to move freely, because I think that's what people really want, too, is that freedom. Mm -hmm. More money, more problems, always. You know, as the business grows, there's more to manage, there's more to do. But he found his little pocket where he's like, I'm chilling. I'm happy. I, I wish I could be like you, you know, to be like, honestly, I wish I, but for me, that's not where I'm at. You know, that's in my mind. That's not where I'm content. Yeah. I want more, but I, that's my personality. Even from like the bodybuilding, always wanting more, yeah. you know, more muscle, kind of more extremist in a sense. But, you know, people just need to think for themselves. You know, there's a, there's a term I heard the other day called digital dementia, right? And di- it, it, you're basically, like, relying on everything that's put in front of you on your phone or in the computer, right? Whatever people are feeding you, yeah, that's what I'll soak in. Mm. People don't think for themselves anymore. None. And this is the problem moving forward because, you know, with the education system, now there's, like, chat GPT, you know, these AIs that are – there's AI that I just saw the other day that edits your video in short-form content. You upload a three, five – a whole podcast, for that matter – and it'll break it down for you. Now how efficient it is, I don't know, I haven't used it. But the point is with with the technology now it's really just eliminating people from thinking. You know? But what if something were to happen? What if, you know, social media, what if technology just like one day just glitches and just everything's gone? Could you think for yourself?
0: How would you make it through a day? Yeah. you know, Like, what do you do? Our standard of living has changed so much. But imagine 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago when there wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, people had a, a beeper on their phone, on, their, <laughs> on their, the side of their, their pants. Yeah. You know, but imagine going a whole day and not looking down. Yeah. Imagine calling your friend. They didn't answer. You're outside. You're riding bikes. You're playing. You're making connections. You're just present. But so often, yeah. it is, I think... The, the dopamine, the, the digital dementia, the narrative in our head, the expectation that we have, this rat race that we get caught up in, it pulls us away from our own creativity. Because we're constantly getting seduced in other people's highlights, what other people want to do, that we never take a step back and think, well, what do I want to do? And I think those are the beautiful moments of life that used to be normal, which aren't now. Going for a walk by yourself. When you get off work, you don't know what to do you're kind of stuck in life go to the park go for a walk put your phone inside and just get outside and sit with your thoughts i promise you you're more creative and there's more potential inside of you than you think but if you're constantly bombarding other people's noise their tactics their sales their only fan subscriptions you're just <laughs> blasting that in your face how the hell are you going to tap into your potential yeah. You gotta sit with yourself alone. And when you sit with yourself alone, that's when you're gonna experience the most agitation. Because your brain's naturally gonna say, Entertain me. Entertain me. I'm uncomfortable. Entertain <laughs> yeah. me. I'm bored. Entertain me. It's not used to it. But you have to take control. You it's no different than a parent. A parent controls the child. The child does not control the parent. You tell your child, sit there and be quiet. I'll tell you when to move. Yeah. you got to tell your own mind that because the second we sit by ourselves and we start to face our inner demons, we experience that agitation. I need to get up. I need to move. I need to do laundry. I don't want this. This is uncomfortable. No, no, no. That's what you need to sit with. What am I running from? Because if you sit with yourself long enough, you know what's going to happen? Everything that you know you need to be doing, those inner struggles, your intuition, your gut, it's going to reveal to you exactly what you need. Mm.
1: I want to touch on what you were saying about, you know, telling your kid to sit there and be quiet. In your life, there, you are parented twice. One, when you're a child, your parent is parenting you. And then when you have a kid, you parent yourself. Mm. Because you're now you're trying to teach your, your child how to be, you know, be a good kid you know, like I said, be quiet when you sit there, but how do you go about that? Are you teaching them by telling them or what worked for you or what didn't work for you? Are you teaching them how to drive a stick shift car maybe, right? Maybe your father didn't teach you that. Maybe he didn't teach you how to defend yourself. Teach your kid that, right? So it's almost like you're you're taking your past experience, you know, your parents did the best they could with you, but that shouldn't be the limit. Mm -hmm. You need to be doing more and showing your child more of the world. And obviously the, the times are different now, too. But.
0: but I still don't think you can show your kids any more if you're not growing yourself personally. No. Because you're always going to default on your paradigm and your belief system. What your parents instill and program in you, your parents, your friends, your environment, the school system, that's your belief system on the world. And if you're not inputting anything to challenge that, to change that, or you're not reflecting on why you act and think the way you think, what's going to happen? You're just going to regurgitate what was projected onto you. And your kids are going to think exactly like you thought. Yeah. And you think exactly how your parents thought. And your parents think exactly how their parents thought. It's a vicious cycle. It is. But it doesn't mean that those morals, those beliefs, and those ethics are bad. But at some point, we should start to sit back and like, well, why do I think the way I think? Why do I behave the way I think? Why do I act the way I act? Why do I talk the way I talk? Is this me? Is this my sister, my older sister? Is this my big brother who I idolized? Or is this actually Preston? Yeah. But if you don't sit with that, you can't change. And that's the whole moral. A lot of times we're just pro- projecting unconscious insecurities and trauma and stuff from generation to generation.
1: It's just accepting it. Accept who you are and, and know how to you know, make the improvements needed.
0: But it all yeah. goes back to that personal development. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why this podcast, the reason why books, the reason why your associations, the reason why having close friends in your corner is because, Lord willing, I hope that you have more good days than bad days. And I want everyone to be happy, to experience love, positivity. I want everyone to be smiling and high-fiving. But that's not, that's not life. Yep. Life is going to get shitty sometimes. But do the freaking work now so when things happen, you have the strength. Yeah. That's the whole goal. Put in the necessary work now when your relationships, your finances, when life is going good. So when life does throw that storm at you, you can be a buffalo. Mm. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look back to some of our, our other episodes about the, the narrative metaphor between a buffalo and a cow. But mm. face your storms. We all have different struggles. Maybe Chris and I, our struggles to you is like, well, that's irrelevant. Yeah. But what's Mount Everest and a stressor to me may not be the same thing for Chris. But as long as you're living and breathing, you're gonna face tough shit.
1: Yeah, and the more and, and the ratio will change. Mm-hmm. The more you invest into your personal development, into your mindset, surround yourself with the right people, that ratio of having better days and worse days, the better days will be more. Mm-hmm. But if you constantly kind of like just kind of sit, you know, in stale water, you know, you're not doing anything. Of course, like, do you think it's gonna get any better? No. You know, you don't wanna stay stuck in the same spot. We wanna we wanna progress, get better, have more better days than worse. Because like, you know, for me in pressing, yeah, we're normal. We have bad days, you know? But I would honestly say I have more better days than bad days. Hundred percent.
0: I feel like my bad days too come from when I'm stuck in my head Mm -hmm. and I'm not progressing the way I need to. When I'm figuring things out. A lot like I wanna start coaching. I want to create a curriculum to where outside of this podcast, I start actually coaching people, giving people the tools and strategies to get unstuck, to gain massive momentum, to overcome their limiting beliefs. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So I have this vision in my head, and it's like this energy is, is revving up inside of me. But I'm like, I don't know where to hell, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to create this. And that was creating this pull where I'm like, okay, I'm talking about it. I want to do it. I believe I can do it, but I don't even know where to start. So what did I do? I sat there on it, and it was just making me more frustrated. I reached out to my coach. I have a call booked uh, tomorrow at 1 p.m. Just doing that gave me peace of mind. I'm like, okay, I'm moving. Yeah. I'm put, I'm moving the needle forward. I'm asking the right questions. I'm seeking help for the things that I know I want to do for the next season of my life. Seeking help.
1: That's the biggest
0: thing. If you guys are stuck in your
1: spot, don't be scared to ask for help. I've asked for help tons of times. Bro, I do it every day. <laughs> you know? But if you're, if you're hesitant, maybe you're scared, I don't know, You maybe ha- you haven't found the right person, but asking for help that someone's been there, they've done that, they've walked that path, that's just going to time collapse your results. Mm-hmm. Ask for help. There ain't nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. I think it's shameful that you don't ask for help.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of that's just pride and ego. Yeah, it's selfish. But hopefully you guys have an amazing week. Hopefully, you guys continue to build momentum as you listen to this podcast, as you manage your time. You're doing positive, productive things, and life is freaking great. But if you're going through some hard things, if you're meeting some resistance, you're not alone. We all face it. But when you face it, reflect, pivot, figure out a solution, and get the momentum rolling. You know That that resistance, it can be six months. It could be a year. You could be facing resistance for 10 years, a whole decade. That's up to you. Or you can face resistance head on, figure the shit out, pivot, and get back on the high horse. It's all based on your choices.
1: Make the right choices. Make the
0: right choices. Have an awesome freaking week. All right. See y'all.